All-Around Joe podcast, where we optimize your human performance from my personal experience as an athlete, coach, and all-around self-improvement junkie. This edition of the All-Around Joe podcast is coming to you from outside of Denver in the Whole Foods parking lot, where it is snowing right now and about 25 degrees outside. So I hope that you are in some place nice and warm, but don't worry about me because the van is nice and toasty, and we've been in it up to, or I should say, as low as negative three degrees and been 100% okay. So our heaters are functioning. They are awesome. The only thing that happens is we tend to freeze our pipes, which are in the walls, and that's no good because then we don't have any drinking water unless we're getting it from our blob, which is a five-gallon backup blob of water that we have just in case of emergencies in the wintertime and sometimes in the summertime too. So thank you, REI, for that. This podcast is all about the little little tips and six <laughs> let me say this right for you little tips for a successful and thoughtful life based off of all of my research all of my coaching and things that I think are very important that people miss out on and don't think about on a regular basis but they should so I'm going to get a little bit passionate today I hope that's okay with you and we're going to talk about how I think we can make this world a better place and you happier more thoughtful more successful all of these things in these tips that we're going to talk about today. So if you have any questions, I want you to put them in the show notes, allaroundjoe.com slash 237. I cannot believe I've done 237 podcasts, but I would love it if you'd put the questions in the show notes if you have them or if you have any things that you think are essential for your life that I do not have on here. I'm always looking to learn as well and am constantly learning through reading other people all of this fun stuff. Before we get started, I would like to talk about the Get Better Project, which is my online at-home daily workout program. If you are looking for something that you can do in your living room, in your garage, with very minimal equipment, from literally zero equipment to just a $21 set of bands to a couple dumbbells, which is the one or the workouts that Emily and I do every single day and what this workout program was originally based off of because we get great results just by having our four dumbbells, some bands, and space. That is it. That's all we have. We are in phenomenal shape. We're actually doing a marathon training program right now that if you're interested in that, let us know because that's something I haven't offered to the group yet, but I would offer it to you if you were interested. If you'd like to get started and hire me as your coach within the Get Better Project, go to thegetbetterproject.com slash getbetter and that will take you straight to where you can sign up today. Or if you'd like to test out some workouts, just go to thegetbetterproject.com and look at our workouts of the week. And you can see that every Wednesday we publish one of our dumbbell workouts as well as one of our bodyweight workouts. So check that out. Let me know if you have any questions. We'd love to have you in the program. Yes. And last but not least, if you want to recover from your workouts faster, I would highly recommend that you check out Blonix. I take out their HMB plus creatine product, which I have right here in the van with me at all times as well as some of their other products. If you'd like to get a discount on that, and the reason I'm talking about this is because every time you use one of my links or discount codes, I get some kickback and it helps me to support the podcast. So head over to blonix.com and use the code allaroundjoe to get yourself a discount. And if you'd like to recover super fast, so the HMB plus creatine is what I use to increase my performance, but to recover incredibly fast is Perfect Amino by Body Health. So go to perfectamino.com and use the code allaroundjoe on some... I'm sorry, not perfectamino.com, bodyhealth.com, and use the code all around Joe for some perfect aminos, and you will recover much faster. They have eight essential amino acids, not the same as the other amino acid supplements, which do not have the eight essential amino acids. So I highly recommend that you get some perfect aminos if you want to recover faster. I get 
I can't guarantee it, but I would say that if you take them in the right time, I'm about 75% less sore. Seriously, that good they are. They're the building blocks for all of our bodies. So why wouldn't you want to flush your body with them? And they are becoming essential for you now. There you have it. One last thing. I'll talk about it later. Let's get into this. Let's get into the little tips for a successful and thoughtful life. All right. Here's the first one, and these are in no essential order, but I would highly recommend that if you're not doing any of these, that you take on one or two and you reference this podcast for the future to come back and make sure that you're checking all these things off because I do believe that they all have an essential part in all of the things that I do and how I create success, happiness, and thoughtfulness in my life for myself and those around me, which those around me is going to be a key component that we're going to talk about a little bit here. First one is look others in the eye and if you can muster it, smile. And I know that we've talked about this before, but haven't you ever heard an adult say to a child, look them in the eye when you're talking to them? That is real good stuff, and I don't believe that a lot of parents are doing real good stuff these days, but if you hear that one, high five to you, parent. I think that you are doing some real good stuff for your child. You should just add that if it feels right, they should also smile. Now, I'm not saying look everybody in the eye and smile at everybody, but you'll know if it feels right, and here's the crazy thing is that if you do this, you'll be... So surprised how many people will get something triggered in their brain and they'll smile back and it actually makes them and you feel better. Like you actually become happier right at that specific moment. So if you're listening to this and you've gotten past what I've said so far, you're probably interested in being happier and more thoughtful and more successful. And this is something we'll do it. People will like you more if you smile at them. Guarantee it. I can guarantee that one for sure. So what I want you to do is follow your parents or grandparents' advice, look people in the eye, and add, if it feels right, smile at them. And I would say that 90% of the time, it should feel right to smile at them. If someone's looking at you and they're just like, you're like, man, that might be an axe murderer right there, you don't have to smile at that particular person. That's okay, but you still should look them in the eye. All right, so when you walk by people, random people, this is the greatest part. When I go into Whole Foods after this to upload this podcast, I'm going to be walking by people. And if I can make eye contact with them, some people won't. Some people will just look down or they'll be preoccupied on their, on their phone or whatnot. But if they make eye contact with you, you flash them your smile, flash them with pearly whites. And they will almost always, I would say 90% of the time, or maybe even more, maybe 95% of the time, they will smile back and you'll get a shot of awesome and it will feel great and they will feel great and you just gave somebody a gift and you're getting a gift yourself. All right, next up, after looking people in the eye and smiling at them, this is a big one for me because I live in a van. It is drive safely. So until we get to the point where we all have these autonomous cars that we don't have to drive, we can just hang out and they, the computers are taking over our ability to do stupid shit that we all do drive safely. And I can't believe how many people do not take me seriously when I talk about this stuff on social media. So many people out here are doing stupid, stupid things on the road that is not only endangering themselves, but those people around them. And I'm out here driving around Colorado. It is snowing outside. There's snow on the road and people still do this stuff. I mean, I was driving back from Frisco, which is by Copper Mountain last night. And it was cold out. It was not snowing. But we had people that were tailgating us. They were like 
cutting us off as they were trying to get around us. And there's a two-lane road. It's not like there's not any space. I'm just trying to keep a safe distance between myself and the car in front of me just in case it's icy or in case they have to slam on their brakes. You never know what's going to happen and you're not going to go any faster by being closer to the person in front of you. If the person in front of you is blocking the left-hand lane or they and they are the only person, so this doesn't apply to those people that you think, oh, I'm the fourth person in lane. I'm going to go tailgate the third person and the second person is going to do that. And then maybe that first person, they'll be able to see me behind them as well, driving really close. Nope, that's bullshit as well. All right, guys, you are only endangering yourself including those other people, because I don't trust that you're not on your phone or doing something that's distracting for yourself or other people and going to cause an accident for everybody around you. So as I'm driving back from Copper Mountain, we see several accidents, people just doing really stupid things. Just be smart, use common sense. I know that you might not have it. You didn't grow up with getting common sense, uh, and that's okay. As a side funny note, look at my hair, guys. If you're watching this video, I got van hair today, but I thought I wouldn't throw a hat on. Who cares? I think it's, it's not too bad. Although the last person that cut my hair, even though I decided to tell them that I wanted a two on the sides, they decided to do some sort of a fade thing so it comes up on the outside, uh, you know. Oh, well, who cares? I live in a van. I'm doing good stuff. Things are good. Life is good. All right, so for the driving thing, just so you know, and it may not be clear, you may not have common sense, and that's all right. I'm teaching you some common sense right here. Uh, You need to give a large amount of distance between the person that you are following on the road. I like to do three to four 1,000 seconds. So you look at something as that person is passing it. You count one 1,000, two 1,000, three 1,000, and four 1,000, and so on. And you should have at least three 1,000s between you and the person in front of you, all right? That, and if it's hazardous conditions outside, aka snowing or less than freezing or wet, you might have to have more space. And more space doesn't matter. You're, you getting closer to that person is not going to get you to your location any faster, so you may as well have enough following distance. If it's on the freeway, that allows people that want to change lanes to be able to change lanes. It's amazing. It's brilliant. Oh my gosh. Safety, courtesy, all of this fun stuff. Use your blinkers takes this much. It's like less than a calorie probably. I don't even know how much energy it costs you to snap your finger down and use your blinkers because you think that you are the only person on the road and then everybody knows what you're thinking to you, but it is wrong. If I'm driving a big ass van that is way bigger than your car and you decide that you want to get over and you just do it and I have to slam on my brakes, what happens if, I, if I'm not paying attention or if I was eating some, some healthy snacks or something like that at that time and I couldn't respond and I slammed into you? My van is going to pancake the shit out of your car because you decided not to use your blinker. You decide not to burn that half a calorie that you probably need to burn anyway because you're not doing the Get Better Project or any other workout program for that matter. So go ahead and, and do that. Use your blinkers, please. Woo! All right. Here's a happy one. When you're in your car and somebody lets you in or something like that, wave at them. Any chance that you get that somebody does something courteous to you, wave, smile, all that fun stuff give back. You are not the only person in this world. We are working together to be more successful, happier, and more thoughtful. All right. So the reason that I get so fired up about the driving thing is I think that there's just too many people out there that are endangering people's lives and they don't think about it. They're just not using their brain. 
Like, if you can't use your brain, then don't drive. There we go. There's a good one. All right. So, and I'm going to say that one of the reasons that I put this on here is because this is one of these that I do fail at often. If somebody, if somebody cuts me off or is driving too close to me and they're uncourteous and they're, be- I get pissed because the reason that I get pissed is they're putting me, my life in danger. You, they, they don't even realize they're like, Oh, I'm, I'm tailgating this big ass van because they're not going fast as I want them to. And they don't realize that I can see things that they can't see. And if I have to slam on my brakes and they ram into me, they're putting me in danger. Chances are it's probably just going to mess up their car. And they're the ones that are going to get hurt because my van's so much bigger than them. But I don't want any of that to happen. And I think that just a little bit of thoughtfulness, be thoughtful, be thoughtful, be thoughtful, be thoughtful. And we will have a better, happier place to live. Okay, next up, I am done with the driving one. I'm sorry about that, but I think it is so important. So, so important. Next up, think about your feelings, but also think about others' feelings as well. Think. That's the first part. Think about how you're feeling. Okay, think about it. So one thing that I can say that that I feel regularly, if I don't work out or move enough in a day, I think about how I'm feeling and my body feels like there's pent up energy. And I don't believe that other people don't feel this. I think that they're just not in tune to how they're feeling. They're not thinking about it. So what, that's one of my triggers that I'm going to go out and work out. I'm going to go for a run. And people are like, oh, I don't have time for that. Well, it only takes about you know 10, maybe 30 minutes to do a workout. And if you're doing one of my bodyweight workouts, you don't have to go anywhere. You could freak. I've done it in the van right here. The van I can't even stand up in. I could do a full workout here. So there's no excuses to that. Let's let's get in tune with it though. Think about how you're feeling, but then also think about how others are feeling. And this is probably the bigger part of this one. But if we think about that we are feeling certain ways, then maybe it will enlighten us, and it should enlighten me and you and everybody to think about what other people are feeling. So if you're in the store. If I walk into Whole Foods and I'm going to go buy something, I'm going to think about how that cashier, the person checking me out, is feeling. All right? I'm going to look them in the eye. I'm going to smile at them. I'm going to ask them how they're doing because it's important to me to know. And maybe they tell me something that's personal. Maybe they tell me something that's not personal, whatever. But I'm going to at least think about it. I'm going to consider it. I'm not going to be that person that's going to just go through and act like they are a machine because they're not. Do you want to be thought of and have people act? Like you are a machine, there you go. You don't want that. So think about what other people are feeling. Think about what they might be thinking and be thoughtful yourself. Next up, and you knew this one was coming, exercise often, but don't overthink it. Here's the thing. The habit of daily movement slash exercise slash working out, it's all the same thing. Don't try and label it. Don't overthink it. It's all the same thing, is so important to how you feel, how you look, how you perform, everything around you, how others perceive you, how you think, I say that one, that you need to be doing it and you need to focus on it or you should, you don't need to, you don't have to follow any of the advice that I'm giving here. I just feel like I'm pretty successful at what I've decided to do and that you could learn something from it. So that's why I have this podcast and I love to teach and I want to make the world a better place. So this is one of the major things. Exercise often, but don't overthink it. 
I I feel like you should be working out slash moving slash doing some sort of exercise every single day. Unless you just had a major bout of movement, meaning like you just did a marathon or a very long training run or a very hard workout, then you might need a full day off after that. But still, going for a walk on those particular days is more beneficial than not doing anything. Yeah, just going for a walk. And a walk for some people might be harder than others, and everybody's going to be a little bit different. But it's the habit and focusing on the process rather than the results is going to be incredibly important for you and for your life and for the happiness that you have around this. So focus on figuring out a workout that you would enjoy doing. And a lot of times people are like, you know, I know that doing my program or a CrossFit program or some other high intensity program from somebody that's thoughtful, that's looking out for you is going to be the most beneficial thing for you, depending on how much you've messed up your body or genetic factors and things like this. But in most cases, those are going to be the most effective things for you. And if you can focus on the process of enjoying that, not like I want to get abs, I want to run a marathon, I want to be super lean and ripped like the person on the magazine or like Joe or whatnot. I get there and the people that are happiest that get there focus on enjoying the process and the habit that they've created around doing these particular things. What's that look like? It looks like I open up my Get Better Project workout today and I look at it and I'm like, oh, cool. This is what I get to do. I'm excited about it. I'm excited about the whole process. The Right now I get to start moving. I will warm up. I will start doing the workout, make sure everything feels good, stretch if I need to stretch anything. Usually you only want to stretch afterwards because that's a false myth sort of thing that you want to stretch before unless you have something that's incredibly tight. You want to stretch after your workout. So you just want to get yourself nice and warm. You do the workout and you want to put effort into it. So that's the other thing is like enjoying the struggle. Like it is possible. Hard things don't have to be not fun. Hard can be fun. It can be. And I think that a lot of times people get mixed up with, they want things to be easy, like they associate being fun with easy, right? Like you go to Disneyland, which I just read in a really great book that I'm going to talk about in my Feel Good Friday emails that you should subscribe to by going to allaroundjoe.com, where I release an email every single week on Friday about cool things that I've done over the week. Highly recommend that you subscribe to that. If you haven't already or listen to this, you should but I'm reading this really great book and it talks about processes and it talks about how you can enjoy things that are not fun. All right. So you go to Disneyland, you get on a ride, you didn't really have to work for it. You may have had to work for it. If there was a really long line, you had to stand there for three or four hours, which I had to do that for the avatar ride once. That was worth it. I knew what I was getting myself into. We enjoyed it. We did some work while we were in line. It was good stuff. But anyway, you, let's say you walk in, there's no line, you get on there, you, it's fun on a roller coaster. You didn't have to work for it at all. That's cool, but you don't need. You shouldn't associate that lack of work or hardness with fun. Fun can be all kinds of things. People like to call it type two fun. I don't know how to differentiate type one fun between type two fun. Personally, I don't get that, guys. Somebody wants to say, "Oh, it's hard, so it's type two fun." Like as if most people shouldn't like it, but you're weird, so you like type two type of fun. It's all fun. It doesn't have to be easy. It doesn't say fun things are easy. So you enjoy it. You have fun with moving. Our bodies were fun. Think about when you were a kid and you liked to play. All right? Go back to those particular days. Do you think that there's a playground out at pretty much at every single, you know, residential corner because it's not fun? 
to go, and that's hard. Because they don't associate it as being hard. So they go and play in the monkey bars. That is hard. I've done a workout on monkey bars before. The kids are swinging around having a swell time, and I'm working my butt off trying to do it. So think that enjoying the process of moving your body, breathing, feeling good, you know, trying to work as hard as you can and putting effort into something and being prideful about your movement because it's something that you have most control over. You know, don't have pride over going and doing something you don't like and stamping the clock every day. Have pride over your body. Have pride over yourself. Trust me, it makes way more difference if you do this. And if you don't know what to do, join the Get Better Project. I'm here for you. That's why I do it. That's why I just want to help. I want to take my passion, take what I do really, really well, and share it with you. So you don't have to think about it. You can just follow along. There you go. Don't have to overthink it. All right. Get crystal clear on what's important to you. If you've done this, high five. You're a freaking rock star. I love you. You are outstanding. But I don't think most people know what they actually want in life. They get stuck into this rat race of trying to get a paycheck and they think that that's what's important. You can get out of this particular rat race that you're doing. You might have to work a little bit harder because you're going and working at the McDonald's or the Chipotle and then you have to, you get a weekend usually, most people. That's when you're going to have to put in the time to figure out what you want and then go after it. And I'm not saying like a lot of people will preach this, and I have done it before too, go take massive action for what you want. Yes, but I'm kind of trying to rethink that because I think that taking massive action will get you massive results, but I also think that it's more beneficial to have longevity in it. So if you're going to start a workout program, let's say, if you were to jump in, buy all the supplements that I recommend, have the diet that I recommend, do all the workouts that I recommend... You're probably going to be really sore as shit for like a few weeks and then you'll start to get the maximum amount of results. But most people would go and do that. They'd get sore as shit and they'd be like, I can't do anything. They'd stop because they don't understand what's happening and then they don't ask me or you know, they just jumped in way too hard and fast. The more beneficial thing would be like, all right, I'm going to start. I'll do a workout today. I'm going to actually ask an expert. I'm going to say, hey, Joe, I haven't moved for five years. What should I do? I'm going to be like, all right. Here's what we're going to do. We're just going to have you do like three of the workouts a week. We're going to start you out on the level one workouts. So you don't need any equipment, maybe just some bands. And we're going to ease you into it. But I want you to enjoy doing it so that we can add more per week. So we're going to start you out with like three workouts per week. We're going to make sure that your body is recovering. We might start talking about nutrition and diet and making sure that you're at least thinking about that. Then a few weeks down the road, we're going to check in and we're going to see if we can add another workout in. We're going to maybe adjust some of your diet to just have you measuring, not measuring your food necessarily. You can eyeball and whatnot, but you want to measure what you're eating like in one of these cool apps we have nowadays. So you just have an idea of what you're getting. If we don't measure, we have no idea about anything. That's why we go to the doctor. We measure our blood pressure. We measure our blood numbers, all this fun stuff. It's a measurement, and then we compare it to things to see how we're doing against other people or ourselves. Makes sense, right? So we can do that with our diet. And then we start moving you up. Maybe we move you to level two, and the next thing we know, we're six months later, and we've slowly moved you in. You're creating this habit. You're interacting with the Get Better Project group. You're doing the challenges. You've lost 20, 30 pounds. Who knows? And you're feeling fantastic. You're thinking about doing one of these tough mutter or like Spartan race things. 
and you're just having a blast. And you look back, and you're like, man, I'm so glad that I didn't jump in, kill myself without talking to an expert and not do it again. So getting back to making sure that you, it's important to you to have your goals crystal clear and have it figured out. If you're going to change your job or do something that you love instead, you can start off with baby steps, which is doing them consistently. Like if you want to be a writer and that's something that you love, but you're working at McDonald's every night, just write for 30 minutes. You know, you get home, pop open your computer or even on your phone or on a pad of paper and write for 30 minutes. And I would say publish it on a a free blog. If you don't have the money to pay the $10 a year for hosting and a a website, post it on, you know, a blog spot or a free WordPress and start to build up some SEO or some, you know, readability there. And then you can start sharing that later on. You convert it to a regular blog once you're starting to make money and you just make these baby steps and that in eventually, like in six months or a year, looks like massive action and it was very doable and you learned how to create the steps and get crystal clear on it. But the first part is getting crystal clear on what you want. So I'd recommend make it a coffee date for yourself once a week. You go to Starbucks or whatnot. That's how I would do it. I'd go to Starbucks because I feel like they have a great environment or Whole Foods is another great one. They've got a great environment. You go in there and you just start writing down what you think you might want. A lot of people don't haven't gone through this practice. They don't really know. They think like, oh, if I have a whole bunch of money later, then I'll buy this big house and have this great car and that's what I want. And most people, that isn't actually what makes them happy or what they want. That's just what they think or they've, they've been given this idea. But what does that really mean? You know, if you love a particular type of house, sure. If you love a particular type of car, you love driving, sure, that's great. I don't, I'm not saying you don't want those particular things. I'm saying don't put it out in the future and think that you might want it. And then you work for 40 hours of your life and you go and buy these particular things. And you're like, oh crap, I didn't want this. Ooh, that's not good. So what I would say is, you know, you want those particular things. Uh, and, and, and if you want to test it out, you can write that down. Say, I think I want this big house in, you know, San Francisco or wherever. And if you live in San Francisco, cool, go tour some houses, see what that feels like for you and see if that's really what you want. If you don't live in San Francisco, then plan a trip and try and make a trip out there so that you have some idea. Like for me, I thought that it was great to move to San Diego and go to school there. I'd never been. I just had this idea of everybody said San Diego was so great. It's such a great place. There's a beach. There's girls. It's awesome there. Everybody's super fit. I moved there and it was okay. Once I was done with school, because I went to San Diego State, I was done with it, you know, and I would have been done with it probably in two years. I think two to three years would have been the amount of time I spent four years there. Kind of same thing with New York, although New York, I would have never lived there. I would have gone there, would have never wanted to be there again, but I appreciated it after being there. So just a side note there. But if I would have gone to San Diego and like, you know, really kind of dug in a little bit, you know, spent some time, maybe gone there a couple of times. But I was on this tight deadline like, oh, this is really cool. I'm going to go to school there, blah, blah, blah. And that's what most people have. They don't have a lot of time. They don't have a lot of thought into it. And I didn't either. You know, I've learned these particular things. And you can test these, these things out to make sure that that's what, they, what you actually want. It's okay if you don't. Just identify that, you know. Don't wait 40 years to do it, though. So that's what I'm saying. If you're working 40, 60 hours a week, make that hour coffee date with yourself. Go in. Write down what you think you might want. Once you're pretty sure that that's what you want, 
Then I recommend doing a vision board where you have a picture of something that's either pretty darn close to the exact thing that you actually want. And you create this board, you know, like look at this. There's a, a really cool painting behind me. Imagine that that was all the things that I want just put in a really cool collage. I like to use a PowerPoint or a keynote uh, presentation because you can take one slide open and you can usually drag and drop pictures into it. So I would just go and take some clips of pictures from the internet. This is not necessarily something that you're going to publish to everybody. So you shouldn't have to worry about copyright or, you know, people getting mad at you for using their particular images. It should be just something for yourself. You know, at their most, maybe put it on your, your background of your computer screen so that you see it regularly, or you print it out and put it on your wall, but it's for you, you know? Um, then you start to figure out and think about how you might accomplish those particular things. So you figured it out. Maybe it took many hours. Maybe it took you know, a year to do this, and that's fine. It took me a long time, actually, and I thought that I wanted certain things, and I tried them out, and I didn't really like them, so I got rid of them. It took a long time to figure out exactly pinpointing what I wanted. So, And it actually, I had a vision board that had this... I've had a vision board that had this van on it before, I've had a vision board that had the particular person that I wanted to date on it. I had activities that I wanted to do, lifestyle that I particularly wanted. Like it's amazing how your subconscious and how you start to move towards these particular things that you've actually put a stamp on and decided that what you want. So then I would say you start taking steps in that particular direction and finding people that have accomplished them and just moving well People like fast. They're like, oh my gosh, you know, I want to send an email and have it be done. You know, who do you know? I had somebody ask me today, how do you make your coaching business grow? And I'm like, I'm in it for the long haul. You know, I make a podcast every single week, actually sometimes multiple of them. And I talk about my program and I talk with people on social media and I talk with people out and about as I'm, you know, driving the van around. I have a shirt on that says the Get Better Project on it, you know, but I'm not out here going to be, you know, focused on, oh my gosh, I got 40 new signups this month. No, I'm going to focus on creating a really good product and helping people as much as I can and advertising when I can and enjoying the whole process along the way. And I know that's not very American of me. I should go get an investor and I should try and get myself up on, you know, Outside Magazine is the best program for people who want to work out at home. But who cares? I'm having a a blast doing what I'm doing. I'm making some money from it. And it's supporting my lifestyle. And things are really, really good. You know? So that may not be your path. You may need explosive growth to be happy. Although just make sure that you've thought about it and you are able to articulate why that's important to you. You know, I would say that if it's the process that you're focusing on, the process doesn't actually have to be fast. Like, what's the speed about it? You may need money in order to support your lifestyle. And that's something that's happened. I've been blogging and podcasting for like 10 years. So that's why I've built up this income stream that has slowly been building and it didn't happen overnight. There were some successes, some failures, some ups and downs. You got Google to deal with. Google screws people's product business up all the time. (laughs) But you're just, you're slowly making these things happen. And that's why I, I lean heavily on my Feel Good Friday email list. You know, I've got a great group of subscribers there and I only give them really high quality things and usually when I present things to them that I think are awesome that I'm using that I think can help them then they go out and buy them and that gives me a kickback or you know the get better project and they can join that so it's a short term or it's it's a long grow process that you know you basically are focusing on what you're looking for 
what you want, what makes you feel good, what makes you, you know, feel like you're providing for yourself and for others. So anyway, ranting, but that's my podcast. I get to listen. You get to listen to me rant sometimes, and I'm sorry, but I'm not sorry. It's good. It's good stuff. Next up, daily habit of gratitude or have a daily gratitude practice. I've been doing this for almost two years now and actually longer than that, but really consistent almost exactly daily for two years. And it started for me with a five-minute journal. I had some family and some friends recommended to me, so I went and got the five-minute journal, and I did that for a while, and then I made it into my own thing that I, use, that I do in the Apple Notes app because the five-minute journal you kind of had to have with you at all times, and I travel a lot, and the, that journal would get lost, and I would forget about doing it. And I liked the idea and the process of actually writing it down, which is great. So I recommend going and getting a five-minute journal or doing what I'm doing right now, which is I'm going to share exactly how I do it. I put it a reminder. This is the first and most important thing with the gratitude, but why do you want to do it? If you are gratitude, if you're grateful and you just list a couple things each day, what you're grateful for, like a lot of times I wake up and it's the same thing. I'll be like, I am grateful for living in a van, being able to travel around and see great things with my partner. Yeah, that's it. Um, I am grateful for having a good workout. I'm grateful for good food. I'm grateful for good coffee. These are regular things that I'm grateful for. I'm grateful for family and friends and communication, all of this stuff. And it's just whatever I'm th- uh, the first few things that come to my head in the morning. Then I, the second thing is what would make today awesome? That's my second question. So I just write it down. I actually wrote down this morning that doing and recording a great podcast would make today awesome. So, so far, I feel like I'm fulfilling that. I hope that you don't think I've been ranting too much and I've been giving you some solid, awesome advice that you can take away from this podcast and use it for yourself in the future and ask me questions if you have them. So the first thing was, what am I grateful for? The second thing is, what would make today awesome? Then it is, what is special about me? And these are basically like affirmations. So there's been a lot of studies showing that affirmations, telling yourself that you are a certain way, that you do certain things, actually gets embedded into your brain and you become those affirmations. And even if it doesn't work right away, it doesn't work you know, for a long time, it's still hardly any work at all for you to do and it's beneficial for you to say it to yourself. So I'd be like, I make people feel special. I'm an awesome athlete. I can crush workouts almost every single day. (laughs) Some days I'm really tired and that's okay. It's about the process. I still enjoy it. So you just write down these particular things that you are affirming that you are. Even if you aren't, I am super rich, loaded. I have tons of money. I can give it to tons of people and... You know, one of the things with the Get Better Project that I'm sharing with you right now is I want to be able to have it be successful enough that I can hire and bring on my good friends and family into the Get Better Project so they can help me with what they love to do and we can go and travel together and go on retreats and have it all be given back and beneficial for the Get Better Project so we can help more people do the same thing. So that's one of my major passions around the Get Better Project is to be able to do that. And I'm actually setting up some programs right now for people to get involved. And if you're one of those people, let me know. So then the last thing that I do is, or that I have is another reminder for 8 p.m. at night. So the first one is at 8 a.m. in the morning. I should have mentioned that. That asks me the first three questions. And then at 8 p.m. at night, it says, what awesome happened today? And this just comes up, pops up at 8 p.m. I take a look at it and I just write down what awesome happened today. So hopefully I'm going to write down, I did an awesome podcast. It was fantastic. I think it's going to benefit tons of people. And then I'm going to also write down, I went for a great training run, marathon training run for the Leadville Uh, trail marathon, feeling fit about that, and then I'll go to bed. It'll be all good. 
So I do recommend that you put this in place. It's probably one of the easiest things to put in place that we've talked about. You go to Starbucks in the morning once a week you and write down, figure out what you want, goals, get crystal clear on that. You put this daily practice of gratitude into place and it will be just make you feel better. You start to align your life. And these things kind of fit together, right? So let's say that you decided that you want to you know, start your own business and move to Montana and have a cabin in the woods. So you can start to you know move in those directions with like, I'm grateful for having the opportunity to talk with new people today about my business. I am grateful for getting to travel to Montana and figure out where I actually wanted to live. I am grateful for thinking about having these things that I want and knowing that I actually want them rather than being on this you know path of not what I really wanted. Okay? So they all kind of fit together. Lastly, people are the most important. Remember that. If you're listening to this, you're a person. You're probably not a dog that turned this on and listened to it all. Dogs are awesome too. And I highly recommend if you, you know, need a friend, get a dog. Or another cool person, you know. Either way. But anyway, remember that people are important, right? Like how awesome do you feel when you get a text message or a phone call from somebody you hadn't heard from from a long time? Or how awesome do you feel when somebody gives you a compliment? I love it. I think it's freaking fantastic. You know, when somebody says, hey, Joe, the, you know, the things that you're posting on social media makes me feel better. I changed my life. I joined the Get Better Project and I've lost, you know, a bunch of weight and things are better because of, you know, your relentless pursuit of helping other people and publishing this type of stuff. I love that. That's exactly why I'm doing what I'm doing. So remember that giving people compliments, reaching out to people, just saying hi, that people are the most important and way more important than things. So when you think about, you know, what you want, and I expressed in the Get Better Project and like how I want to bring my friends and family into the program, because then I get to hang out with them more. I get to go on retreats. Like one of the coolest, biggest visions that I have is to have this compound where it has multiple residents on it and people can come and hang out and it has a fantastic, super big, awesome garage gym that we can have people come work out with daily and we can have retreats and we can change people's lives with these particular things. And the only thing that's really slowing us down with that right now is that we're living this amazing life in the van that is something that I don't think we want to quit anytime soon. So we're trying to slowly put these things into place with the Get Better Project and bringing people into the company so that they can have more financial freedom for themselves and doing what they love that we can move in that particular direction. But remember that it's the people. Like I want to do that because then I get to hang out with people that I love that are doing awesome stuff that we can support each other. And it's about those things that feels great. It's not the things, it's not having the house, it's not having the van, it's being able to connect. We get to travel all over and hang out with people all over and experience really cool things all over the place. I can't think of anything that's that much better. You know, so it's about the people, the getting to go and do the things with the people. You know, like Emily and I get to have these great experiences with us. It's about the experience that we're having together. It's not about, you know, that we have this, you know, really expensive van. So remember that people. Send somebody a message you haven't talked to for a while and just say that you're thinking about them. That's it. Try and do that on a regular basis. If it was me, I'd create a reminder. Yep. There you go. All right, guys. I know that I went a little bit long this one, but I was passionate about it. I think that it can really help you. And I hope that you drive safer. Please drive safer so we can all live longer lives. 
ah, geez, or, you know, hopefully somebody can come out with some electric cars that run themselves and we don't have to worry about it. But then the sad thing about that is that then we wouldn't get to drive. I love driving, you know. I freaking love driving a sports car, feeling that speed. I just don't do it when I'm in traffic, when there's other people around that I could hurt. You shouldn't either. And if you feel that way, you should get off of the road. Go get a track. Go find a country road. Be safe. Drive fast. Be safe. All right? So if you have any questions about this, I would love to hear them. Holy smokes, we've been going for like 40 minutes on this podcast. But I'd love to hear your questions. I'd love to be able to help you out personally if you need it. Go to allrunner.com slash 237. Put the questions in the comments down below. We'd love to have those questions. Make sure you hit subscribe button if you are watching this on YouTube or if you're listening to it on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. I would love to have a review. Every five-star review that I get helps me to get this podcast out to more people. And if you loved it that much, share it with your friends on social media. Say that you got something from it and that it can help them as well. Because if we do these things and we share them with each other, then the whole world gets better. We have safer roads to drive on. We're accomplishing things that are important to us. We're being more grateful, courteous, all of that fun stuff and everything gets better. It's not like, hey, I'm going to hold this into myself, and I'm going to go and do these things, but, you know, Joe over there in that van, yeah, good luck to him. So do what you need to do. Share it with people. People are important. Let me know if you have any questions. Also, if you would like to get something that is really cool every Friday morning to make you feel good about yourself and about some cool stuff that I'm doing, you know, whether it be, you know, I discover things every week, drinking, you know, Blonics or whatever it may be. Head over to the all around, head over to allarounder.com, sign up for the opt-in right there in the middle of the screen, and you will get my Friday emails. And if you want to join the Get Better Project, that'd be awesome. We could talk almost every single day. Be fun. All right. Head over to getbetterproject.com if you want that. And uh, I will talk to y'all soon. Hope you're doing awesome. Hope you have a great week. And keep on crushing it and making yourself better all the time. The All Around Joe Podcast, where we optimize your human performance from my personal experience as an athlete, coach, and all-around self-improvement junkie. I will see you on the next podcast.